Good morning and happy Sabbath, everybody. Happy Sabbath, Tabernacle of Praise. It is a blessing and an honor to be in God's house just one more time. Uh, we want to just welcome all of our visitors, all of our family, all of our friends who have taken the time out to join in with us on this beautiful uh, Sabbath morning. Uh, my name is Pastor Jonathan B. Fields Jr. and I am truly honored to be able to pastor the most awesome church in the St. Louis, in the Lou, amen, uh, tabernacle of praise. So we just want to welcome everyone here this morning. Want to welcome you to our worship experience. We want to worship you to an experience with God prayerfully like none other that you have ever experienced before. Again, we just want to say thank you so much for taking the time out. All of our family, all of our friends, all of those that have been joining in with us. Listen, we have some family and friends that have been joining um, in with us on this server that don't even live in the loo, amen. Uh, we want to give a special shout out to bold, beautiful youth, amen, all the way in the SIP in Mississippi. We thank you for joining in with us, taking the time out to experience our worship ex our service with us. We are truly blessed and honored that you have chosen to be with us. We also want to worship and welcome, should I say, we want to welcome um, our family and friends that are visiting with us and sharing with us all the way in Indianapolis, Indiana. We thank God for you. We thank God we even have individuals that are joining in with us all the way in Africa. So we praise God for you as well. Um, we just wanna thank everyone for just taking the time out to just spend this worship experience with us. Again, my name is Pastor Fields and we just wanna thank you so much again uh, for worshiping with us. Listen, I know that this is a new month that is about to come to an end, believe it or not, we are, um, 22 days in, amen, and we're still celebrating birthdays, and we're still celebrating anniversaries, so we just want to take a pause for the cause and say happy birthday to all of you who are celebrating birthdays in this month and this week, all of you who are celebrating anniversaries, we praise God for you, and we pray that God will continue to strengthen um, your relationship one with another. Um, there was so much that is going on in our land, in our country, um, with this here virus that is taking place, with this Omicron, a new strand that is hitting hard. And so we'll be worshiping here on this virtual space. Uh, we're not in our physical space. We'll be worshiping here uh, for the next few Sabbaths. Um, and so we just want to uh, just prepare our hearts as we continue um, to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. Listen, we can't lot, let this stop us uh, from getting the word of God out. We still need to press towards the mark. That's what Paul said. We have to press. It's not an easy thing. Sometimes you have to get uncomfortable. Sometimes you have to break a sweat. Amen. But we have to press towards the mark of the higher calling. We know that God is faithful and that he will put no more on us than what we're able to handle. Um, and so I want you to be encouraged to know that we'll be here. Also, we want to remind um, our Central State family, and even you, all, all of you who are with, visiting with us, listen, we're about to share some announcements with you, and you, no matter where you are, um, you're able to participate in this awesome service. The first thing we want to share with you is our Wednesday night uh, prayer service. Every fourth Wednesday of the month, every fourth Wednesday of the month, we'll be having a special um, abide um, prayer service every fourth Wednesday of the month. Our first um, prayer meeting service will begin this Wednesday. When did I say? That's right, right there on your screen. That's your cheat sheet right there. This Wednesday, January 26th, um, you can watch it on Facebook. You can watch it on YouTube. Um, you can go to our youtube.com backslash um, the CS conference, and you can find us there where we'll be having our virtual prayer meeting. This is where all of our churches in the SLAM and in the, in the conference, not just SLAM, 
but throughout our conference over in the Great Lakes and Great Plains, Central, all of our conferences, all of our churches, should I say, within the Central States Conference will meet on this platform and we'll have our worship experience at that time at 7 p.m. Hope to see you there. Also, we want to encourage you, Sister Lakita, I believe there's something that you want to share with us um, regarding the um, Tabernacle of Praise Counseling Center. Could you just jump on in here and just speak to us a little bit? Yeah, so this, um, so tomorrow evening, we're still marching on Pastor Toy's success. And so we're up to step number 11 in success. And we have one more at step 12, but we're going to start all back over in March to step one. So tomorrow evening at uh, five o'clock, and that's right before the prayer meeting. So tomorrow evening at five o'clock, you can see the um, Zoom ID and passcode right at the bottom. You can jump right in at 11 step. It's just like your regular um your Al-Anon 12-step program, you can jump in at any point and follow us all the way through and your life will be changed. It's an awesome experience. It's a great experience. I look forward to meeting everybody tomorrow evening. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you so much, Sister Keita. Listen, there was something that you said in here that just really grabbed me. Um, it, it, it's right there. It was at the top corner. Um, it was just four letters, four letters. It said free, F-R-E. E -E. Amen. <laughs> so you don't have to pay anything. Amen. You can come on in and be a part of this 12 steps to success life coaching session. So we hope that you're able to find time in your schedule to join us there. Also, we want to encourage you as we move along um, to our relationship reset. Um, this is something that's taking place on February the 5th. Amen. Uh, we want to encourage you for those that are, you know, you're in relationships. You want to, if, if you may be in a relationship, you may want to know how to get about get into a relationship uh, some 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 keys some clues amen uh, we want to encourage you to stop by here this virtual retreat for all married or engaged couples amen married or engaged you're about to take that step you're about to move deeper into the relationship this is something that you want to be a part of amen so we want to encourage you uh, to take time out of your schedule to visit with this here website right here on your screen, right there, write it down. We hope to see you there. Also, we want to encourage you that we have coming up on uh, Sunday, the 23rd, which is tomorrow, tomorrow at 2 p.m. Um, we have a baby. It's cold outside. And it's true that it is cold outside, amen? Uh, uh, so we want to encourage you, amen, to come on on Sunday, um, the 23rd at 2 p.m., um, where we'll be dealing with some topics. You don't have to be um, a, a, a shy, you don't, you know, this is uh, a, a seminar that you'll be able to uh, uh, take part in. Uh, uh, just because it's cold, you don't have to have a cold. Come on, somebody, amen. So we want to encourage you to uh, mark your calendar uh, for this date right here. Uh, uh, you know, it's a very, 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 very special uh, time that we want you to be in involved in. Lastly, lastly, uh, from she, she is back. Amen. She is back. I know this sounds like I don't mess all my little pronouns. No, but she is back. Amen. Supporting higher uh, expectations, girls, mentoring, parenting support program. Listen, we have some things in place here that we want you to be a part of. So we want you to mark down your calendar uh, for this here special time, Sunday, uh, January the 23rd at two, from two to four. Please make sure that you are there. You do not want to miss this time um, and uh, 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 these, these seminars. Lastly, lastly, uh, for those we talked about it last week, I have them right here. Amen. This is our social justice in the word of God. Social justice in the word of God. This is not, uh, should I say, to take the place of our Sabbath school lesson in the month of February. Uh, but, but this is a special um, 2022 Black History Month um, Bible study guide that we'll be using throughout the month of February. And so we have those here. Amen. Uh, um, I have them at my house here. You, for those that are in the area, please feel free to stop by. Oh, yes. I've opened my home up to you to come by and visit. And if I may say, I'm a, I, may, I may get in trouble. Uh, uh, but but it, but if you have a fever, uh, if you have a <laughs> if you have a cold, amen, uh, uh, we encourage you. Amen. We encourage you. Uh, 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 give me a call. Amen. And we'll work some things out. 
Amen. But please, if you're in the area, you want to stop by, let me know. Give me a call. We can set something up. Also, Elder Harris, our very own first elder, wonderful man of God. Um, you can stop by, uh, give him a call. You can receive your Sabbath school packet right here. Uh, social justice and the word of God. Listen, this thing right here, I've looked through it. I've, I've, I've you know, I don't want to give a lot away. I don't want to get your packet. Be a part of the um, uh, um, uh, Sabbath school lesson. Um, we have our Sabbath school lessons on our phone line. Um, if you want to get uh, be a part of that for you who are visiting um, in other states and other countries, uh, please give us, um, reach out to us, and we'll make sure that you get the information so you can join in to be a part of our prayer time, or our Sabbath school lesson. Listen, I'm so excited. I'm so stoked. I'm so blessed. I'm so honored to be able to share with you on this here platform, the word of God. Um, and so we are truly, truly amazed at what God has done for us and what God is doing to us and doing with us. Listen, I'm going to offer a word of prayer. We're going to invite Sister Lakita to come back, amen, and share with us um, how you can better support this ministry. Um, then we'll hear from our very own Sister Beverly. Uh, well, should I say, we'll come back. I'll offer a general prayer, amen. I uh, just want to pray over those that are battling with health challenges. We want to come back and pray again. Um, and then we'll hear from our very own Sister Beverly, um, Stuart Anderson, as, we, um, as she ministered to us because of who you are. So at this time, let's bow our heads for a word of prayer. Father God, again, we thank you once again for allowing us to be a part of this platform. We are truly amazed at all that you do and all that you have done. Um, we give you praise, we give you honor, and we give you glory. Um, thank you so much for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you're about to do in the lives of your people. Forgive us again of our sins. We do pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much. God bless you. Sister Rakita, how can we better support this ministry? Well, Pastor, there's a lot of ways we can support this ministry. Uh, but first, I want to talk about how the ministry is supporting us. You see this beautiful plate? Sometimes our lives are just like this plate. You know, I got this plate. My brother bought this for my mom. And this was bought when I was a teenager so many years ago. When she moved out of St. Louis, she gave it to my sister. My sister moved and gave it to me. And it's a whole set of this beautiful, beautiful service, a lot of these plates. But the problem is, it's broken. Sometimes, Pastor, our lives are just like that. It's broken. So people have a difficult time um, supporting anything because their lives are broken. But you know, there's a potter and there's this song that I like to uh, read the first stanzas. It says, if your life is not worth living and your hope is sinking fast, if your feet have crumbled under from the rubble and the blast, take a glimpse into your future, step away from your past. He will give your life new meaning he will rescue you at last. So that's where we are. If your life has uh, is crumbling and if your life is falling apart, you need recovery, you need healing, then here is a place where you can get it from. Here is a place God is where you find that healing. If you devote your life, all of your time, your talents, your temple, your treasure, hand it all over to God. Let him clean up the mess. It may be that your life is not broken into two pieces, but your life may be shattered into many small pieces. And you may not be able to just put it together. It may not be that simple for you, but it doesn't matter whether your life is broken into two pieces or one piece, you know, one chip or a lot of little bitty tiny pieces. God is a potter and he can put your life back together. And so come. Come and share your talent, your time, your temple, your treasure. Do one little step today. If you can't get out the bed because you're depressed, turn over. If you can't, you know, you haven't been able to brush your teeth, brush your teeth one step at a time and allow the Lord to leave you, lead you out of this brokenness and all of this, um, this tragic tragedy and trauma of a life and lead you into recovery and into health. And we're in that business of helping. We're in that build, business of building back families, relationships. That's what we do. So, but we can't do it all by ourselves. We need volunteers and we need financial support. So to, if you want to help, if you want to be a part of helping others put their lives back together again, then you can either volunteer, you can find our uh, webpage, tabernaclepraise.org. Uh, you can find that, or you can give 
to our ministry by, by giving to dollar sign, T-O, cash app us to dollar sign T-O-P giving, or you can give to AdventistGiving.org and look for Tabernacle Praise. We understand that people's lives are broken. Our lives have been broken at one time or another. We understand, we know, we've been there. So we want to help you put your life back together. We want you to reach out to Christ. And if you reach out to us, we'll reach out to Christ with you so that your life can be put back together. Make today a great, awesome day. Make, take one step towards God. He'll take 10 towards you. Make this an awesome day. Amen. Thank you so much, Sister Akita. Um, you know, our lives are broken and there's a beautiful dish, beautiful plate and it's generation and it's just a hurtful thing. Amen. To see that it's broken. But I'm sure like with God, amen, um, it's, a, it's a hurtful thing as he see us and our brokenness as well. But one thing about the God that we serve, he is able to take even the smallest pieces. Amen. And fix those that fix it and piece it back together and fix us up. Amen. So we thank God for you. Um, for sharing that um, powerful illustration um, um, with us. Um, at this time, we do want to just remember all of those that are um, battling health challenges, those that are um, dealing with um, Ill, you know, sicknesses and um, financial burdens, um, different issues that are going on throughout our land, schools uh, being closed. Um, it's just so much that is happening um, in our country and in our land. Um, and we just want to take this opportunity to um, lift those concerns up before the Lord. We believe here at Tabernacle of Praise that um, you know, much, much prayer, uh, uh, much power, um, little prayer, little power. Um, we believe that prayer is, is, the, is the key, that prayer changes things. I am a, a true believer in the power of prayer. Um, we've just finished our 10 days of prayer very powerful time together and we're continuing to go into um, even new seasons of prayer. Um, and so I just want to encourage you as we lift up our family members, there's so many names, um, you know, I don't want to leave anyone out, uh, but we do want to remember all of our top family. Uh, we want to remember um, our school districts, even our first responders. Um, there was so much happening in the nursing field and even on our forces. Um, we want to continue to pray um, for the state of our um, union. You know, this world um, is in a shambles. I mean, it is messed up. Um, and so we um, want to just lay these matters before the Lord. So at this time, if you don't mind, if you can just bow your heads with me um, as we um, go to the Lord in prayer, um, let us pray. Loving Lord, our Father and our God, again, we are so thankful and privileged and honored to be able to come before you. Um, we thank you for our last night lying down and our early morning rising. We thank you for covering us um, and keeping us in the midst of all um, that is going on in the world in which we live in. Uh, we recognize and realize, God, that without you, uh, we are hopelessly lost, but with you, uh, we are more than conquerors. And so, Father, right now, I just want to say thank you. Um, just thank you for just being um, a good God to us. In spite of ourselves, Father, looking beyond our faults and you see what we need on so many different levels and so many different platforms with all the religions and all the beliefs and all of the ideologies that are going on throughout the world. Um, you are able to maintain, you are able to still um, show yourself a mighty God. Um, you're not in competition with anyone, hallelujah. Um, you don't allow um, the naysayers to dictate um, who you are. You know who you are. And because of who you are, um, I'm able to stand on this platform and declare that I am um, all that I am uh, because of who God is. Um, and so I bless you. I thank you, God, for just loving on us and being a faithful, um, a, a, a faithful God. Um, we want to lift up before you in a very special way um, all of those that are battling with health challenges. Uh, Father God, you know um, our top family. You know our, our friends and families that visit with us around the world and around the country, all the way over um, in Africa, um, all the way in Mississippi, oh God, in the Indianapolis, Indiana, uh, all the way, oh God, um, in Minneapolis, all, all over. Um, Father, you um, just you are so great to us. And so we just ask um, that you will cover the families. You know what they're dealing with. Um, you see their needs, you see their concerns, 
You see what's ailing them, God. And while you've given us the power and the authority to speak to mountains, oh God, sometimes, oh God, if the truth be told, our faith get to a place where we don't feel the power, we don't feel the strength. Sometimes, oh God, the weight gets a little bit heavy and, and our arms are, get a little bit weak and we need an Aaron or a her uh, to stand by us and support us and hold us up. So Father, I ask you today that you will cover um, all of our family and all of our friends um, that are battling with health challenges, that you will uh, deliver them in a very special way. We ask that you will also be with those and individuals, oh God, that are struggling financially, Father, with all that is going on with layoffs and jobs are closing and, 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 and businesses are shifting. And, 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 but, but yet life goes on, God. Bills are still piling and landlords and renters are still looking uh, for their just due. And banks are still looking for mortgages and cars. Uh, dealerships are still looking for, for the car note. And insurance companies are still looking, oh God, and bellies are still being hungry. And food, oh God, prices are still going up. And Father, there is so much that is happening um, in the land. And so we need you, Father, to just step in and that you will hold your children. Give us what we need in the midst of this crazy times, oh God. Let us not be alone. Let us not feel as if we are alone. But Father, you know what we need before we are in need of us. So cover the family. Be with those family members, oh God, who are having relational problems within their families, within the family dynamics, oh God, brothers and brothers and sisters and sisters. I know the word declares that as we approach the time of your return, the word of God declares that there will be a great falling away, oh God. And so we're asking, oh God, that you will uh, help us through these difficult times. Oh God, prophecy is for real. Prophecy is true. We can't change what is. Oh God, but we're asking that you would give us the strength to endure. Uh, you don't have to move the mountain, oh God. Uh, some say, give us the strength to climb. But, but, but Father, I believe in the name of Jesus that we can speak to the mountain and the mountain shall be moved. Oh God, I don't need to climb the mountain. I don't need to run up the mountain when I can just speak to it. Oh God, so Father, you know what we need. Uh, Father, you know what we're in need of. I ask that you would be with all of our first responders, oh God, cover and keep them as well, oh Lord. We pray for our school districts. We pray for our teachers, oh God, that have to sit in classrooms with children, oh God, with all that is going on with the mask and some mask, some don't mask, some believe, some don't believe. Oh Father, this is a time to be faithful and not fearful. So we're asking you, oh God, that you will step in and help us along the way, Father, make the crooked road straight, that as we move through these times, oh God, we will move through it with an understanding and knowing that there is a God, that you have it all under control, and that there is no need to fear, uh, the way Whitney Phipps said, no need to fear, oh God, so we thank you for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you are about to do, so have your way today, Lord. Rain down your power, rain down your glory, that when we leave this space today, oh God, that we will know that we have been in the presence of an awesome and mighty God. We thank you, we bless you, and we honor you. In Jesus' name, let the people of God say amen and amen again. God is good and he's truly worthy of all the praise. Father, thank you. Thank you for your love. At this time, as we continue to move, we just ask that you will just prepare your hearts as we are ministered to by the wonderful voice of Sister Beverly Anderson Stewart. Hear you, this woman of God, as she shared with us because of who you are. Lord, I worship you because of who you are.
Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Sister Beverly, uh, for those words of encouragement. That's right. Those are words of encouragement. Lord, we worship you um, because of who you are. Um, thank you so much again for that, Sister Bev. And listen, if you have your Bibles with you, um, we're going to go ahead and get into the word of God this morning, um, as it is in uh, Jeremiah uh, chapter 8, one of my favorite um, books in the Bible, um, Jeremiah, um, a very powerful um, message there um, as found in um, Jeremiah chapter 8, beginning with verse 18. Um, I see it there on your screen. Um, so let us move forward with Jeremiah uh, chapter 8, beginning with verse 18. And it says, I would comfort myself in sorrow. My heart is faint in me. Listen to the voice, the cry of the daughter of my people from a far country. Is not the Lord in Zion? Is not her king in her? Why have thy provoked me to anger with their carved images, with foreign idols? Verse 22 says, the harvest is past. The summer is ended and we are not saved. For the hurt of the daughter of my people, I am hurt. I am mourning. Astonishment has taken hold of me. Verse 22 says, is there no bomb in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then is there no recovery for the health of the daughter of my people. Um, our focus today will be found in verse 22. Um, is there no bomb in Gilead? Uh, let us pray. Father, uh, thank you so much for what you have done, what you're doing. Um, we thank you for what you are about to do um, in the lives of your people. Um, cover us, oh God, we pray. Uh, forgive us of our sins, we pray and lead us into thy righteousness. In Jesus' name, let the people of God 
say amen and amen again. As you've seen, our topic, our title today, um, Is There No Bomb in Gilead? Is There No Bomb in Gilead? If I can be truthful and honest with you, um, as we um, prepare uh, for this time together, looking around on the country and looking around the world and the state um, to see um, and to see all of the devastation, to see all of the hurt, um, to see all of the pain. The question is asked, you know, where is help? Uh, I remember um, some years ago, um, a friend of mine said that, um, you know, if God was a good God, then why did he allow all these babies to die? If God is such a good God, then why does he allow all these tragedies and all of these um, hurts and all of this discomfort? Why is it that God, if he's so good, if he's so merciful, if he's so kind, um, if he's so loving, um, why, does he, why doesn't he do something? Why don't, why don't he show up? Why don't he just do away with it all? Well, I'm reminded of um, this story here in Jeremiah, as Jeremiah um, looked over the land, looked over the country and saw all of the devastation. He saw all of the hurt. He saw all of the pain. Um, and he, too, asked this question, is there a bomb? Um, is there no bomb in Gilead? You know, and so I want us to make sure uh, that we start out going in the right direction. I want to make sure that I'm very clear um, that the bomb that we're talking about is not some uh, uh, bomb uh, 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 TNT. Uh, I, I want to make sure uh, that we're not talking about uh, 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 this bomb, although um, this, this bomb has the capacity um, to blow up mountains. No, no, we're not talking about uh, that kind of bomb. Oh, stay with me now. Stay with me. We're not talking about um, some atomic bomb, amen, uh, or, 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 or some other type of man-made destructive device. Oh no, 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 no. That is, you know, that, that you know that that bomb may have the capability of killing some one hundred and twenty. Thousand uh, uh, Japanese during World War II. Uh, 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 no, 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 no. We're not talking about um, a bomb, amen. We're talking about a healing bomb. We're talking about the B A L M bomb, uh, uh, not the B O M B bomb, amen. So I want us, I want us to make sure uh, that we understand and that we know going forward that that we're not just talking about a bomb. I remember when I was a child, and then y'all don't know if I can just be transparent here. And I used to hear uh, the older folks say, uh, Is there a bomb in Gilead? I got to be honest with you. Uh, amen. I thought about a bomb, I thought about some type of explosive. Amen. But, but, but that's not what Jeremiah, here in the book of Jeremiah, uh, 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 here, here, we're not talking about uh, that kind of bomb. Jeremiah, uh, in, in the book, there was one bomb mentioned, amen, uh, uh, the bomb of Gilead. Come on, somebody. I, I need us to understand that as the prophet moved uh, uh, through that Jeremiah asked God why he hadn't supplied this a treacherous bomb to help the healing of the people of God. Why is it God out of all of the misery and, and all of the hurt and all of the tragedies and all of the lives that have been lost as a result of COVID, as a result of, 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 of Omicron and, and, and all these other plagues, we can go back as far as uh, the blue bonnet plague, amen. We could go all the way back. We can, we can talk about uh, 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 the lives that were taken as a result of, of um, AIDS and, and as a result of anthrax and, and all of these other issues. And, and we're asking the question, I'm here today. Uh, uh, why is there no bomb? Oh, oh yes, there is a bomb. Amen. 
Oh, yes, there is a bomb. Jeremiah asked that question. Uh, and as we learn more about this bomb of Gilead and the multitude and the multiple ways, the multiple ways it is discussed in the Bible, we, we, we understand and know that God makes no mistakes. I needed somebody to hear me. I need somebody to understand um, as we spend this time together today uh, uh, that God makes no mistakes, that God know exactly what he's doing, even, even if it don't make sense to us, even if it seems as if it's unclear to our psyche, even if it seems as if what we deem it to be is just not adding up, it's not lining up. Oh, 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 I want to make it clear uh, this morning that God knows exactly uh, what's going on in the land in which we live in. And I have to be honest with you. I try to be as honest as transparent. I know I know you hear people talk about being honest and being transparent, but, but, but see, you have to know me. Amen. You have to know me. Amen. I pull no punches. I try to be, I try to be open and forward enough. And, and uh, because see, I don't have nothing to hide. I don't, let, let, let me let me let me just let me just take a pause right there. Amen. Not not to not to boast and not to brag. Come on, somebody. But see, when you've been delivered, amen. When you've been set free from some things, amen. When God has turned your life around, amen. I'm gonna be honest with you. Get mad if you want to, but I'm gonna boast about my God. Hate me if you need to, but I'm gonna give God praise because you don't know like I know what God has done for me. So I boast in my God. I boast in the fact that I don't do the things that I used to do and boast in what the fact that God has brought me a mighty long way. Does that mean that I'm perfect? Oh, no, 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 no. We still have work to do. But I guarantee you this, family of God, you rather have me in your house now then have me in there back then. Come on, somebody. Let me move on. Let me move on. But I thank God. I thank God uh, uh, that, 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 that there is a bomb, that there is a bomb in Gilead. You see, we understand that with uh, the situation that, that, was, that was going on uh, on life, life sometimes throws us a curveball. And we must know how to find comfort, uh, uh, comfort in God and understand how he comforts us in the midst of chaos. And it is so easy for us family of God to lose our footing when chaos shows up. It is so easy for us to lose our faith when the tragedies show up, when the wind begins to blow and circumstances that are not so comfortable begin to find themselves in our living room. We as a family of God, we have to understand and know how to find comfort, how to be able to find a familiar place in unfamiliar times. We have to learn how to be able to sit back and allow God to be God. I know it's, it's, it's hard and I know it's difficult and I know it's challenging, but we understand that with situation, when life throws us these situations, we have to know how to find comfort in God. Oh, yes, we have to learn how to find comfort in God. This is one of the things that we have to understand. How to, how to find comfort uh, in chaos. Whether we face suffering, whether we face sorrow, or whether we face grief, we need to understand and know that the God of all comfort, we need to know him, uh, and, and there he will hold us. He will keep us. Jeremiah's sorrow was beyond healing. Jeremiah looked out and saw all of the devastation. You can look out your window and look out your doors and see all of the devastation. Some of us can look within our families and see all of the devastation and see all of the hurt. Some of us don't have to look down the street. Some of us don't have to go next door. Some of us don't even have to go to Facebook. Some of us don't have to turn on the news to find destruction. Some of us can just take a moment and look in the mirror and find hopelessness and find tragedy and find devastation because our lives 
lives are so messed up. Uh, but I just stopped by here this morning to let you know uh, that you don't have to remain there. You may feel that way right now, but I want to give you some hope this morning and let you know that there is a, a bomb in Gilead, a healing bomb, a bomb that is able to restore, a bomb that is able to uplift, a bomb that is more powerful, a bomb that carries more weight than any TNT, than any atomic bomb or any other kind of bomb that this bomb right here has healing power in his wings. Oh, yes. It's not the Lord uh, 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 in Zion. That's what, that's what uh, as we look at 19, uh, we see here 19 Acts. Of course, behold, the voice uh, 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 of the crying for help, uh, uh, the voices crying for help of the daughters of my people. Uh, uh, is there help somewhere? Is there relief somewhere? Is there, a, is there, is there any aid somewhere? Oh, yes, there is aid. Uh, and, and, and Jeremiah uh, 8, 14 reminds us here are the cries of the exiles in a far off land. And they which they ask is this, is not their Lord in Zion? Is he not there with all of the stuff that is going on kind of puts me in the mind of my friend, if God is a good God, if God is a merciful God, then why does he allow this to happen? My brothers, we have to understand that God is not just sitting back pushing buttons and watching us as we go through this. You have to understand that with every destruction, that with every turmoil, that with every chaos, that with every sorrow, that God is positioning things in a way that he is assumed to return. We have to understand that even when we're sold off into slavery, that God is setting some things up. I know it doesn't look good and it doesn't sound good and it may not even feel good. But what we have to understand, uh, family of God, uh, and that is that God uses every opportunity to draw people to him. And sometimes God has to allow uh, certain situations to unfold uh, because God is trying to draw uh, somebody to him. Uh, and that somebody very well uh, may be you, my brother. It very well uh, may be you, my sister. So God has to allow uh, our children to move in the way that they move. Sometimes God have to allow mm, our siblings to move in the way that they move. Sometimes God has to allow, come on, help me now, our church family to move in the way that they move because God is trying to draw us closer to him. It looks crazy. It looks off-center. Off but at the end of the day, God looks beyond our faults. He looks beyond our sinful nature. He looks beyond our He see exactly what we need. And sometimes, hallelujah, sometimes God have to move in a way that is so uncomfortable. Oh, talk to me, Holy Ghost. Oh, I wish I could just stand up on the couch right now because I feel like I'm stepping on my own toes. Oh, sometimes God have to move in a direction that is uncomfortable for you. Hallelujah. And it doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. But the Lord is in his place. The Lord is in Zion. The Lord is on the throne. The Lord have not lost the battle. He has not lost sight of where you are. He hasn't lost sight of your hurt. He hasn't lost sight of your pain. God is still on the throne. I just want to help somebody out today. I just want to give somebody a little words of encouragement to let you know that there is a bomber. You see, Jeremiah saw the destruction. He saw the hurt. He saw the pain. He saw all the lives that were being tortured and tormented. He saw all of the physical abuse. He saw the mental abuse. He saw all the police brutality. He saw all of the injustice. He saw all of the crimes and the word of God declares is there a bomb in Gilead? Is there somebody that can heal us from the sickness of sin in this world? And the truth of the matter is, there is. God is in his throne. He's on his throne. 
Let me move on here because we understand Jeremiah, uh, the, the, the question, uh, why, why have they provoked me? God is answering them. Uh, if I can just back up to verse 19, don't want to jump over this here very important piece right here because while they were crying out, uh, the daughters were crying out, my people were crying out unto the Lord. Uh, why, Lord, have you not left us? Why have you lost, ha have you left us here to be overtaken by coronavirus, Lord? Why have you left us to be taken over by Omicron, God? Why have you not delivered me from this? And I like the way God came back. He says here in verse 19, he says, Why have they provoked me to anger that with their carved images oh see we don't want to deal with that right there we don't want to talk about that right there we don't want to talk about the foreign idols we don't want to talk about right there uh, we want god to move on our behalf we want god to render aid up but are we willing um, to take the idols down are we willing uh, to remove those carved images uh, out of our life are we willing to take that thing um, that is sitting in the place of god are we willing to remove it? Be it the TV, be it your time, be it your. Are you willing to allow God to take soul center in the affairs of your life? Are you willing and are you ready to let God be the God to lead you and guide you? Are you ready? Oh, I feel my help right there. Are you ready to let God be the God and you get out of the way and quit making decisions and choices based off of what you think God said and you're really doing it off of what you say are you willing because God asked the question why have they provoked me you look at society, you look at the world in which we live in, and we cry, I'm a crime. We cry, coronavirus. We cry, anthrax. And we cry, all of these things. But when are we going to get these idols and these things out of the place of God? When are we going to stop making decisions that are going against the word of God? When as a country and as a society and as a church and as a people, get out of the way uh, and let God be God uh, and then when stuff like this show up uh, and I know it, I know it, I know it I told you, I'm already off the floor I'm already standing on the couch uh, I know it, I know it, when are we gonna let God be God uh, and get out of the way uh, and let him rule over our choices and, and over our decisions uh, and over our thought processes when, because we want God to show up, amen, oh yes we do soon as we get sick Soon as the bills pile up, soon as the car break down, soon as all this stuff happens, then we cry, Lord, Lord. And what's going to happen is, my brothers and sisters, he's going to reply back to you, why have you provoked me? Get away from me, ye workers of iniquity. I know you not. So you cry when it's convenient. You cry when you need something. But when do we call on God just to simply say, thank you, Lord. My life is running real good right now. And it's not because of anything that I've done, but it's because of your greatness. It's because of your awesomeness. I am where I am, not because of anything that I've done, because I don't know how to do it. As the truth of the matter is, I'm still puzzled and I'm still baffled at the fact that I'm able to stand on this platform and be able to speak on your behalf God out of all the stuff that I've done and all the times I've told you Jesus leave me alone I don't want to be a part of that thing called Christianity I don't want to walk with you Jesus I don't want to live for you Jesus but you never gave up on me and as a result of that I'm here today so I thank you God Oh, I thank you even when things are going good, when things are going bad, when things are going crazy, because what I've understand, people of God, and that is when things are going bad, it's working for my good. When things are going crazy, he's setting it up for me. He's setting something up for me. He's working on something. If I can just hold my peace and let the Lord fight my battle, I know that victory shall be mine. Is there a bomb? Oh, yes, is there a bomb? Oh, there is a bomb. 
There is a bomb. Verse 20 goes on and reminds us. Verse 20 says the harvest is past. The summer is ended and we are not saved. You see, you have to understand what the text is saying here. The harvest has passed. The summer has ended. You see, what happens is it's in the summertime where you plant. It's the summertime where you, where you go out into the field and you begin to plant and you begin to get things ready for the harvest. You have to understand what the text is saying here. The text is saying that the harvest has passed. In other words, the harvest has passed, the summer has ended, and we still don't have anything. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, 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 yeah. You would get a little nervous right now because now we've into fall. And, and you know what happens when fall comes. Now the winter comes. Uh, the, the, the harvest has passed. The summer has ended. Now I'm seeing leaves falling from the trees. And, and now we enter into the fall season. Now we're getting into the winter months. Uh, and now we get into a place uh, where if we don't have uh, anything right now, how are we going to make it through the winter months? The harvest has passed. Summer has ended, and the Bible says, and we're not saved. Uh, we don't have anything. The agriculture time, we know that, that, that this was a, a very crucial time. Jeremiah uh, 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 analogy is that of a double failure. In other words, first of a failed crop season, and then of the summer fruit, uh, uh, heralding a winter that hardly bears thinking about. Now they enter into a place where I don't even want to even think about what the winter has in store for us. I don't have no nothing happen in the summer, nothing happened where I was able to reap. The leaves are falling. We enter into spring. I'm into fall, and now we're going to the winter months, and we don't have enough to sustain us. Lord, what is going on for the hurt of the daughter of my people? I am hurt. I look around and see the devastation, God, and I am hurt. I'm hurting for my people. I'm hurting for this country, God. I'm hurting for, for, for my neighbors. I'm hurting for my family, God. Is there no bomb in Gilead? Astonishment has taken hold of Jeremiah. Jeremiah was in a perplexed place right now. Jeremiah looked out and he saw all of the destruction and all of the hurt sickness was, is this a healing hand somewhere, not just healing us, physically, but healing emotionally. We're not just talking about a bomb that just healed from corona, but we're talking about a bomb that will heal you mentally with all of the, with all of the, uh, uh, of the mental uh, uh, illnesses that has taken place in our country as a result of this virus. People that didn't know they had mental issues uh, are realizing that they have mental illnesses. Oh, oh yes, oh yes, stuff is starting to be revealed, stuff it's starting to be uh, 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 shown uh, the individual. And so we have to understand that there is a bomb in Gilead. There is a bomb. There is a bomb that will heal us emotionally that will heal us psychologically. Our social life is going crazy. Some of us are social butterflies and we have taken a hard hit. And even some of us who are, who are uh, 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 introverts uh, uh, and we love this time, even there is a sense of, I just got to see some people. I may not want to see them all the time and every time, but, but, but there is a sense of wanting to just be back to normal, if you will. There is a bomb. There is a bomb in Gilead. Is there no physician there? Why then is there no recovery for the health of the daughter of my people? Oh, let me just help you with this right here. We understand and know that Jeremiah saw the hurt. He saw the sickness and he saw the pain. You see, this is a place that uh, a place of Gilead. You see, you see, this is this is this is a place where where, where if you're going to get help anywhere, surely you can get help in Gilead. That's where the bomb is is is, is located. Uh, uh, we understand that there is healing in the bomb. Uh, we understand that, that 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 there is healing in this place, uh, uh, the place of Gilead, uh, which is recognized in the Bible. Uh, for being the birthplace of the prophet uh, Elijah. 
and the last place Jacob and Laban met and the battlefield of Gideon and the Midianites were where Gideon was named uh, the victor. So, 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 so it makes sense. It, 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 it makes sense that a bomb from Gilead would be a significance in the Bible. This is a very special place we're talking about here in Gilead. Is there no bomb? Is there no help? Is there no aid? Is there no deliverance? In Gilead, we understand and know that God is still on the throne, that God sees everything that's unfolding. Let me finish up with this right here. God know exactly what we need before we are in need of it. Jeremiah, a, a, a pain-filled question. Uh, for the hurt of the daughter of my people, I am hurt. He said, I'm hurt. I see all of this. I am mourning. Uh, uh, my hurt is, 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 is prophetically looking into the future. Jeremiah, he ached with the hurt of his people. He was mourning and full of astonishment. He was in a, he was, I, I see it and it, and, it, and, it, and, it, and it ached him in his spirit. It ached him in his spirit. It ached him in his body. It ached him to the core. And I need to know, God, today, is there no bomb in Gilead? Is there no bomb in St. Louis? Is there no bomb in Africa? Is there no bomb in Mississippi, oh God? Is there no bomb in Indianapolis, Indiana? Is there no bomb? In this United of States, God, is there no bomb in this country? Lord, we need you to deliver. Jeremiah could mourn over the suffering of his people because of his sympathy and love for them. And I know God sees all that is going on. Is there no bomb in Gilead? Is there no physician? Is there no aid? Is there no one, God, that can deliver us? I suggest to you that there is a bomb, that there is a bomb in Gilead. I suggest to you this morning that there is a bomb in Africa. Oh, yes, it is. That there is a bomb in Minnesota. Can I talk about it? Oh, yes, there is a bomb in Mississippi. Oh, yes, it is. There is a bomb in Indianapolis. And that bomb, his name is Jesus Christ. His name is Jesus King of kings and, and Lord of lords. His name reigns supreme over all things. He is the great I am. There is a bomb in Gilead. All you have to do is call on him. Just call on his name and he'll be right there. So I thank you, Jesus, for not giving up on me because this bomb, I'm able to take him with me wherever I go. I'm able to call on him in the midnight hours. This bomb, this bomb called Jesus, is able to set the captives free, is able to make the sin sick soul, is able to do things that the world would just be astonished about. I'm talking about Jesus, the one that died on Friday, rested on Sabbath, and early Sunday morning, oh yes he did, early Sunday morning, he got up out of the grave, and the Bible says that he got up with all power in his hand, and I declare to you today that that same Jesus that rose on that Sunday uh, is the same Jesus uh, that rides with us today. Uh, and if you need help from your troubles, uh, if you need help from your pain, uh, if you need help from your issues, uh, just call on this bomb. Uh, his name is J-E-S-U-S. Uh, Jesus. Uh, oh, I wish I had my help right there. J-E-S-U-S. Uh, you can call him in the morning. Uh, you can call him in the noonday. Uh, you can call him in the evening. Uh, you can call him on Monday and on Sunday. You can call him on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Thursdays Fridays and you can definitely call him on Sabbath. Uh, Jesus. Uh, J-E-S-U-S. Uh, he is my savior. He is my friend. Oh, I just want to talk to you about this bomb uh, in Gilead. Uh, the one that will never leave you nor will he forsake you. The one that understands the end from the beginning. Uh, oh yes, there is a bomb. Uh, there is a bomb in Gilead uh, and he's 
healing up all of our issues. Uh, I know it looks crazy right now. I know it looks oblique right now. Uh, I know it looks off-centered right now. But if you can trust him uh, in the midst of it, uh, if you can trust him, uh, even if you can't trace him, uh, if you can keep your hands on him, uh, if you just let him do what he do uh, and be who he is, uh, he will bring you through. Thank you. He'll bring you through, my brothers and sisters. Jesus will bring you through. He is that bomb. He is that bomb in our homes. He is that bomb in our circumstances. Oh, yes, he is. So whatever it is that you're going through, whatever it is that you're experiencing right now, I need you to continue to trust Jesus. Continue to trust him, even if you can't trace him. Leave it in his hands. Because he know the plans. Leave it in his hands because he know his plan. I trust him and I believe it. And as my prayers, I wrap this up. Oh, yes. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I'll leave you with this. Let God be God. Don't lose hope. Don't lose, lose out. But continue to trust him in the midst of all that you're going through. Listen, if you've been blessed by this service today, I just want to give you an opportunity. Somebody in their home right now, uh, you are in, 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 in wherever you are, uh, amen, and you feel the spirit of the Lord moving on your heart to do something different. I'm just going to ask if you will simply raise your hand wherever you are, uh, be it in your. Now, if you're driving down the street listening to this, I'm going to ask that you will just keep at least one hand on the wheel and don't close your eyes. Amen. Uh, but if you can raise one hand in the air and I just want you to just pray with me um, as we pray for God to seal us um, as we commit ourselves to him going into this new year, because we understand and know that there is a bomb and his name is Jesus Christ. And he's here to save us and deliver us. So if you are, if you, if you want Jesus to do a new thing in your life, I ask that you will raise your hand as I pray. Father, thank you so much for what you have done, what you're doing and what you are about to do. And Father, are you looking all over the world? You see all that is going on, even on this platform and, and even on other platforms. And you see all those that have their hands raised, um, so signifying a reconnection, a just having you do a new thing in their lives. I pray right now, God, that you will touch lives everywhere, that you will honor this commitment right here. Father, that you will do a great work, for there is a bomb. You are that bomb. And we thank you, God, for blowing up the spot, for doing what you do, for letting your presence be made known in season and out of season. So, God, cover us and keep us. We thank you. We honor you. In Jesus' name, we pray that the people of God say amen and amen. Again, you look on the screen here, you'll see that these are the ways that you can connect with us for prayer requests. Um, for Bible study, if you're looking to study the word of God, get a little bit deeper in his word, we encourage you, amen, to go to our website, amen, or you can go to our email. Matter of fact, email us at topsda, amen, church at att.net. Um, you can email us there. We'll be able to receive those emails and reach out to you. Also, if you would like a pastoral visit, amen, if you were in the area and you want me to come see about you, come check in on you, please email us. And we encourage everyone to go to our website. If you ever um, get to our YouTube page and things are done, you can always go to our website and find our message being broadcast there. You can go to www.topamanchurch.org. Amen. That way you'll be able to uh, uh, spend that time and um, hear the word of God on our website. Thank you again. God bless you. And we pray you will have a blessed rest of the Sabbath. God bless you.